ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to VGR Lockdown. I am your host, Double A Ron, along with my cousin Steven. What's going on, bruh? Not much, man. Well, we got somebody to talk about. My guy, the best show member that you, that you ever heard of that's on Seth TV. <laughs> yeah, right. The other guy, not the good guy, not the bad guy, but the guy, Dean Ambrose. He's the guy because he's the guy that's about to leave the company, okay? What you think about him saying, I don't care how much money y'all pay me, I'm out. I mean, it's a lot of people are shocked about it, which it's something to be shocked about. Typically, you don't have somebody to just walk away on top, um, but... What else does he have left to accomplish? I mean, I guess being a more long-term main event champion, which he has never been. So, and his first championship was a flop. So, having a successful championship run. What makes a championship successful? Because think about it. As the years go by, you don't remember. I do. No, you don't. Tell me about Hulk Hogan's championship reigns. That's bulls, though, Steve. You're going to make me tell you about his reigns, of which I, I, I seen when I was Tell me about Bret Hart. I was two years old. Tell me about Triple H's. Which one? The very first one? Any of them. Okay, I could tell you the very first one, Mankind or Cactus Jack or Mick Foley or whoever put him on the, on the, on the, um, on the map what else with that Royal about? Rumble. I remember him splitting from DX. I remember um, y'all talk about students. From DX okay, no, no, okay. Y'all, y'all remember? Um, oh, y'all talk about being students from the game. I am the fucking game. All that That's type of stuff. That's just a promo. Oh, I'm, I'm asking me what I remember, and I'm telling you what I remember. I remember him and The Rock doing great business. I remember a historic Royal Rumble match with him and Cactus Jack. And I remember him doing some of the best work of his entire career. Tell that me first, about Randy Orton's reign. He got buried by Triple H in a month. What about his other ones? Uh, there was the one where he had that main event f- uh, feud with Triple H when he RKO'd Stephanie McMahon. And <coughs> they had a great story. And then um, he, he um, they had a sorry WrestleMania match. Here's the thing. In the grand scheme of professional wrestling, as days goes on, when Jinder Mahal is inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame, guess what he's going to be inducted as? A former WWE champion. Which is a flop. The same thing matter. about Kevin Nash. It's, but it's not going to matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. As far as your stature and your legacy, it does matter. No, it doesn't. If you compare Kevin Nash's title ring to John Cena's, it's, it's night and day. And people remember that. No, they don't. Everybody says Kevin Nash is one of the worst drawing champions of all time. In WWE. What about WCW? He was best known for his being a sidekick to Hulk Hogan in NWL. Not the whole entire time. Most of the time. And then he did that finger poker doing when he was time for him to beat Hulk Hogan. And you've forgotten everything after. What, what all happened afterwards? I mean, he, bo- I mean, he was a booker of the company. So I would expect him to have a, a, the title. But doesn't mean it was a memorable championship At run. At the end of the day, memories fade. Was Yokozuna a great WWE champion? Better than Kevin Nash. He, he filled this role. No. He, he filled drew, this role. He, 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 he drew less. He was a heel. He wasn't supposed to draw. 
Doesn't matter. What do you he mean it doesn't du- matter? He was WWE champion, and in theory, his reign was a flop. But you don't remember. As time goes on, memories fade. The only thing that people are going to remember is that Jinder Mahal was WWE champion. If they remember that at all. They shouldn't because it was So old. with Dean Ambrose, he has nothing left to accomplish. I think having a run as a successful champion is important. And it's something that will be remembered. I don't care what you say. It, it won't be remembered. How would it not so be So for remembered? him, it's like I have nothing else to accomplish. So you don't remember when John Cena held the championship the first time? Not really. Okay, because I mean that's it's, that's when your whole opinion of John Cena switched. Yes. Okay. All I remember is John Cena kept winning. Okay. But I don't remember nothing special. It wasn't the greatest thing ever. It was just people walking out the door. So John Cena beat them. That happened. I know you remember him and Edge. And what happened after Christian? What happened after Jericho? What happened after Angle? What happened after JBL? Exactly. JBL was still there, but JBL was on a different show. But a lot of those guys left, and I feel like that added to the animosity. So I get what you're saying, but I do think championships is important. And I'd like to say that Chris, I mean, I don't know why I was saying a Chris Benoit. Dean Ambrose feels like he has a lot to prove. And if it's not just championships, just his overall character, because you could tell based off his um, work before he came to the WWE as a real psychopath, not this creepy weirdo dude outside having like hot dog stands and syringe needles and gloves and that stupid silliness they have him doing. But he really used to be a psycho on the indie scene. I mean, I knew about Dean Ambrose before um, I was even paying attention to the indie scene. All I knew was the WWE as a kid, but I heard about him. I seen them talk about Dean. So I'm thinking like maybe he really wants to have control of his character and maybe in control of his character, he will be able to be successful as a champion or as a top star in another brand. And that's why he wants to leave. Because he couldn't do that here. He went to go talk to Brock Lesnar about some ideas. They told him to get out of his face. Um, he was the last shield member to win. He he just has no... He has. I feel like he has no creative control. It's stuff he doesn't want to do. I mean, why would he have creative control? I mean, yeah, you're right. But he <laughs> should. I mean, like I said, not creative control. Not like Hulk Hogan where... Oh, I'm not gonna lose to a 25 year old when I'm 54 because it would hurt my legacy. Not, not, not that type of creative control. But when I say creative control, allowing them to have creative insight on the things he does and the things he says, kind of like Chris Jericho had to jump through hoops to get the festival of friendship approved, which Triple H tried to deny, which is a horrible mistake. Which is probably a bunch of horrible mistakes that they make. Which these guys have creative creativity, but. They ain't not allowed to show it. Look at Cody Rhodes. That's why he had to leave. Cody Rhodes left for a different reason. And it was one of those things, similar, in my opinion, to what Dean Ambrose is doing. He reached a point where he knew and realized that he's accomplished all that he was going to accomplish. And it was time to move on. And I think Dean Ambrose, it's the same thing. He's gotten to a point where he's realized He's accomplished all that he's going to accomplish. Seth Rollins is Triple H's favorite. Roman Reigns is Vince McMahon's favorite. Yeah. So, he's been WWE champion. He's been IC champion. United States champion. Tag team champion. What else is there left? I mean, he's already reached a position where 
he has financial security, so he's not there for the money. Nope. So there's nothing left to prove. Yeah. Well, I think it's more so to himself. And I feel like from what I'm hearing, the reports I'm hearing, you know, like some people are saying, oh, maybe he just wants to take a break from wrestling and just go relax on the beach somewhere. But I heard he's not in that type of mind frame. He's hungry. He really feels like he has a lot to prove. He actually wants a lot more, you know, he feels like he has a long way to go in wrestling. And he wants to make a bigger impact, which he feels like he can't make in the WWE. Now, am I saying it's going to be another organization <clears throat> called AEW? <clears throat> but I can't tell you that. I can't tell you which organization it's going to be with. But I feel like he's saying that he could accomplish more. And from what I've been seeing from his work before he got there, I mean... He has not been able to be himself at all. And it's unfortunate because it was a time where I was like, man, Dean Ambrose really could be a top star, but certain decisions were made which derailed them. And sometimes there's a window and it closed on them as far as the WWE is concerned. Yeah, so, I mean, how do you feel about other wrestlers? you know, leaving out too? Like, is there some wrestlers that you feel like would be really, like WWE would take a big blow if they left? No. Unfortunately, the size of WWE is they have this almost unlimited pool of talent. So you don't think it's no Scott Hall or no Kevin Nash, something like that, where it's like, man, you can, you can feel the effects of them being absent. I don't think there was really an effect when Kevin Nash and Haskell had left back in the 90s. Explain that. It was one of those things where WCW was on the rise out of the way. They would have rose to that, that extent. If, I think they would have. I don't think so. I think they would have. The NWA thing launched them. And the NWA thing? I mean, granted, did it launch them? Sure it did. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it still had a major effect on WWE. It, obviously, it did. I mean, do you remember that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall um, clone? Like, where they had these guys impersonating them? Yeah, I mean, I think to, that was a stupid decision. I think that was just... They were trying to make up for their loss. It that wasn't was a big impact. trying to make up for their loss. It was one of those where Vince thought that I made you. And because you can't be you anymore, I can just stick someone else in that role. It failed miserably. But... I, that was just a that was an ego thing. It's a stupid thing, and that, I don't know. You gonna have to explain to me because Let's think about it, it. when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall left. Okay, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart replaced them. There's always someone to replace someone who left. Back in the day, people left all the time. You jumped from promotion to promotion. Think about Ric Flair. He was in WCW, went to WWF. Went back to WCW. Yeah. Hogan was WWF, then went to WCW. They went back and forth. Think about how many gimmick changes The Undertaker had going back and forth between promotion to promotion before he became The Undertaker. Triple H at one point was in WCW. Same thing for Kevin Nash. They, you jump back and forth. I still feel like if you lose your top stars, the company feels the effect of it. I mean, every company feels the Like when Stone Cold and The Rock left, it wasn't at least a year of the company be affected before they was able to fill those roles. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, John Cena, you're the guy now. It wasn't like that, even though people feel like it was. It was at least a year or two before we was able to replace. I mean, 
I'll use that word loosely, but replace Here's Stone Cold and The Rock. Rock and Austin, they have reached a point in their career where, in theory, you can almost say they were bigger than the company at the time. Now, if you have a superstar that's bigger than your company, yes, it's going to affect you. But when Kurt Angle left and went to TNA, did it have an effect on WWE? No. No. Exactly. When Brock Lesnar left, did it have an effect? Nope. When Edge had to retire, did it have an effect? A little bit. Not much. Same thing. So Dean Ambrose leaving, is it going to have an effect? No. Drew McIntyre can fill his spot. They can bring up Tommaso Ciampa from NXT. They can bring up EC3 finally. Hell, they might be able to bring up Lars Sullivan. I heard, but they brought up EC3. They just haven't done anything with him yet. Until you do something with him, he's not actually brought up. Well, actually, he just beat Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that's how you know Dean Ambrose is done. Because they just jobbing him out to anybody. But that's what you do. That's business. Yeah. I hope they don't have him lose to Nia Jax at WrestleMania. <laughs> I really, I'm really hoping that's... Like, EC3 beating Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. I could live Without with. even doing his finishing move. Yeah. Uh, you could job him out, but don't lose... Not Nia Jax. I hope they don't do that. But... Okay, so would you? So you don't think it's anybody right now that's bigger than the company? They just lost Roman Reigns, which is the guy that they've been building up. And guess what? Things have moved on like it didn't matter. Yeah, well, I'm asking, do you think it's guys in the like John Cena? You would say he's bigger than the company. And would you say Brock Lesnar's bigger than the company? Well, I don't think Brock Lesnar's bigger than the company. I mean, he has a big name outside of the company. Yes, he like has everybody a name like like everybody doesn't know who Triple H is. But everybody knows Brock Lesnar. That's not even a wrestling fan. People don't even know he was in wrestling. Doesn't matter. So that's bigger than the company. Brock Lesnar's barely around now. Does it affect business? No. I'm saying, would it affect if he went to another company? I don't think so. Or John Cena went to another company? I don't think so. I think the only thing that it would accomplish is bringing attention to the company that they moved in to. But not an effect on the WWE. Uh, and you don't think anybody that they lost would, would um that would affect them? Because I think it's certain. Think about that, it. Right now, John Cena gone. Brock Lesnar is not really around. Roman Reigns is out. Three big, their biggest names aren't around, and it hasn't affected the thing. Well, it depends on what you say affect. Are you saying financial or quality of the show or what? In every aspect. You are just as disappointed with the direction of the storylines as you are now as you were when they were around. That's true. Stock prices are still going up. Attendance is still going down. Yeah. And it was going down anyway. Exactly. So what has changed? Not a thing. I guess that's a good point. It's crazy. I wonder if there's ever going to be another star that could just capture wrestling like it was back in the day. I mean, I think it is different. Consumption of television has drastically changed. That's true. Despite the fact that people might not be watching Raw, SmackDown, live on Mondays and, what is it, Tuesdays or Thursdays, whatever. It's every day. But the way they consume television is drastically different. You go on YouTube and millions of people have watched the clips. They go to WWE.com. They go to the WWE Network. 
So while the same amount of people aren't watching it live, you can say that for a lot of shows. People say, oh, The Walking Dead is dying because ratings have gone down. Yet and still, still the number one show on cable. Yeah, because it used to be a thing where they got old school ratings. It was like it's not even a streaming service. They used to get like 12 million and it went back, it went down by like eight. So I think that's why they say Walking Dead is, die- is dead. Because yeah, to a regular show, it wasn't dead, but to what they used to be. But I mean, if we could just stay on topic, what if, like, let's say Kenny Omega, who has a big following in a foreign market, what if we could get people overseas to really invest? Because I mean, you probably don't care about this that much, but I'll bring it up. The NBA. The NBA is far more popular now than it was back in the 90s when everybody says that was the best era of basketball. And that's because China, they love the NBA better than they ever did. In the foreign market, they love the NBA. It's one of the most popular sports in the foreign market, excluding football. When I say football, the one where you actually kick it with your foot. So basketball seems to be really advancing in like the, like as far as the foreign market is concerned. What if wrestling could get to that point? They're already that- at that point. You like you think like to the point where how it if it um improved in like the, the NBA. Here's the thing, wrestling functions slightly differently. WWE dominates the United States. New Japan Pro Wrestling dominates overseas. So it's not a thing where wrestling isn't big in other places. It's certain things are certain companies are bigger in certain places. What if a U.S.-made company was able to dominate in the U.S. and kind of like dominate overseas like New Japan does at the same time? What it's kind of difficult that because the issue that you run into was a language barrier. So that's the problem. The reason why WWE hasn't dominated uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is because there's the language barrier. Yeah, you can get their talent, but there's a language barrier. So as long as you're not speaking the language 100%, you can't dominate it. Well, like look at Kenny Omega. That was the example I was going to use. He, you know, He's fluent in the language overseas. He's really well known. Actually, he's like one of the most popular names I've seen come out from that part of the world that I've seen in a very long time. He's fluent in the language and has a big fall in the U.S., what if he could be that barrier, that centerpiece? You need more than just one. You don't think big, just one could be a big help, though? I mean, you don't think a lot of those Japanese fans are going to f- keep following Kenny Omega as he comes back over here to the States? I mean, you could have said the same thing. Did, did they follow Shinsuke Nakamura? I'm sure some did. Did they follow Kenta? I'm sure no, some did. they didn't. How do you know? They didn't. What boost in ratings have you seen since they came over? None. That's true. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Well, I think because Kenny... Or, hey, think about when they brought in Sin Cara from Mexico. Did that affect things in Mexico for the WWE? No. When they brought in Alberto Del Rio. It went up. No, yeah, it didn't. Already, Alberto Del Rio made things go up for a little while. No, no, it didn't. I mean, bringing someone in or having someone that is from a country may bring... A little bit of buzz, maybe, 
It's kind of like when WWE was trying to penetrate into India. Yeah. They made Jinder Mahal champion. Mistake. Not a mistake. It was a business move. It was a mistake. It didn't yeah. help him. What, how did it help anything from the Indian market? It was a little bit of goodwill. And it was a stepping stone. Because what you may not know is they're thinking about opening up a performance center over there. So it made the company look good in the eyes of the country. Same reason why they try to keep a uh, Mexican star around in the WWE. Because it it's goodwill towards Mexico. Which is why you got the Lucha House Party on Raw. You got uh, Andrade on SmackDown. We'll see. I think that um, there are some people that will be missed if they go to a different company. Well, you know I'm just going to say. But you know what? You ask me, who do you think would leave a void if they left? Well, they already lost one. I think Kitty Omega was a big void. A lot of people I, are following the, him. Kenny Omega's not in WWE, I'm, so I'm he just, doesn't let me, count. Let me use him. That's the name you, I'm You can't put use up. him He's because he has agent. no effect on this question. He is not a WWE superstar. I would say signing like their future stars, like Roman Reigns. Like if Roman Reigns, if he, if let's say he sit into his contract expires under the radar and comes back and signs with AEW, I think that that, that would be a big blow. Definitely be, especially how much Vince McMahon invested in him. I think that would be a big blow. It's definitely Seth Rollins. That would be a big blow. Um, I think AJ Styles would be a big blow. I think that the tag teams, the legitimate, some of the legitimate tag teams, such as the Uzos, the Revival, and uh, Lou Gallows and, and Carl Anderson, those would be big blows. So I'm saying, I'm saying in the in in a grand scheme of things, those would be big uh, big losses. And as far as something where I feel like someone's career would actually be revitalized, it's Dolph Ziggler. And I think they could afford Dolph. So I mean, those are just a few people that I name. And and Dean Ambrose, I think that's a, that's another one. Okay. Well, hey, thank you for joining us on another edition of VGR Lockdown. I'll catch you next time. Bye.